that makes us a little different, that's what we should try to do, like the rabbi said. What midah could we take and put on ourselves? There's a concept in Judaism called misidut nefesh. We can translate it as self-sacrifice. In secular terms, you might imagine a house on fire, mother's outside, her children are in there. She runs in, not thinking about herself, to save her children. In this week's parashah, the rabbi mentioned, we have a number of, a number of examples of misidut nefesh, self-sacrifice. And I want to relate those lessons to what our Aunt Jeanette was about, how she lived her life, how we should take a lesson from her, and with regard to how we live our lives, how we influence our children, how even we influence our grandchildren, and all beyond. This week we read, like the rabbi mentioned, about the Chet HaEgel. After the incident of the Chet HaEgel, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, step away from the people. I'm going to destroy them and make a new nation from you. Moshe Rabbeinu could have been just like Noah. I go in the ark, let Hashem destroy the world, and we make a new world from me. What does Moshe say to Hashem? No way. If you're going to do that, wipe me out from your book. What does that mean, wipe me out from your book? It means if you're going to destroy B'nai Israel, wipe me out from your book of existence like my soul never existed. This is Mesut Nefesh. I don't want to live in a world where my children, where the people I'm responsible for are not going to live. We also see it, again, Moshe Rabbeinu's nephew, Hur, when B'nai Israel want to serve this, the idol, what do they do? They come and say, we want the idol. Hur steps up and says, no way. You have to give your life before you allow someone to serve, to serve an idol. What do they do to Hur? They kill him. Mesirut <coughs> nefesh. Then they come to Aaron and say, Aaron, build us an idol. And Aaron, what does he do? Should he have killed himself? Should he have died? Should he have let himself die not to do it? But the Pasuk tells us something very interesting. Vayiben mizbeach lefanav. He built a mizbeach in front of him. What does it mean? Vayiben mizbeach lefanav. Let's take the vowels and change it. Vayavin, he understood. Mizevach, from the slaughter. Lefanav, that was in front of him. He saw they killed Hur. If they killed Aharon, what would have happened? Says that if you kill the Navi and you kill the Kohen on the same day, there's no coming back. So what did Aharon say? He said, let it all fall on me. Let me be the one who takes the responsibility. Let my soul burn in hell forever in order for them not to be punished. This is Mesirut Nefesh, willing to give my soul to someone else. If I call up right now to speak, if I call up Esther, if I call up Alice, if I call up Marilyn, if I call up Ruby, and if I call up even nephews and nieces, you know, Shelly, you want to come up? I could tell you that my Aunt Jeanette was someone who was filled with Mesidut Nefesh. She was willing to do anything and everything for her children. There was no one who would stand in the way for what her children needed to have or what her children needed in life. Who they were going to marry, what they were going to do, where they were going to live, whatever had to be done, she made sure it was done. There wasn't the thinking that I come. There wasn't that thinking. There was only my children, my grandchildren, my nephews, my nieces. I don't live for myself. I live for other people. Unfortunately, we live in a time, it's a crazy time. We live, they say, we're in the me generation. I'm going to tell you a terrible, terrible, tragic, tragic thing I hear so many times. 
When we do, when we sit down to do sometimes mediation with couples, and I see couples married 20, 25 years, and I say to them, where are you going? Where are you going? What about the kids? And I hear again and again, I lived my life for my kids. It's time for me to live my life for me. What? When you have kids, there's no going back. There's no saying I quit and I want to go and, 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 and live my life. This is today. I hear it again and again from people in our community. It's time for me to live my life. Could you imagine your mother ever saying that once? What was her life about? You. Taking care of you. It's an amazing example. How do we know how successful we were? We see the Mishkan is built by who? It's built by Betzalel. Who is Betzalel? He's a 13-year-old boy who becomes the architect of the Mishkan. 600,000 men. Three million people, you couldn't find someone who built the pyramids to come build the Mishkan. A 13-year-old boy? Where did he get a 13-year-old boy? But it says, who is he? His name is Betzalel Ben-Uri Ben-Hur. Why his grandfather? Because his grandfather was willing to sacrifice his life, and it showed in his children. How do you know your mother was successful? How do you know? I'm going to tell you how you know. Look at your children. Look at your grandchildren. All B'nai Torah. All people dedicated to Torah and Mitzvot. I pray with your grandchildren. I pray with your grand, great-grandchildren. I'm so happy when your Esther's grandson comes because he could be the Chazan. I get a break in the city. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how beautiful the family is. How do you know your mother was successful? How do you know Hashem accepted Hamisidu Nefesh? Because you also have Betzalels. Kids that are unbelievable, studying, learning, trying, doing chesed. This is the lesson you have to live. You want your children to be good? You want your tra- grandchildren to be good? Be like Anjanet. Have mesirut nefesh. Live for your children. Show them what's important in life. Show them you're willing to sacrifice for the good. Show them you're willing to sacrifice to make a difference in this world. And then we'll all be blessed to have children like you. To have grandchildren like you have. Great-grandchildren.